to That's Rad Adventures in Life, Love, and Wedding Planning from the Pacific Northwest. I am Rad, local wedding planner and owner of Rad Occasions, and this is the amazing, fantastic In Pain Rod. <laughs> yes, In Pain, yeah. Tweaked then, my neck, <laughs> playing soccer on the weekend, and uh, yeah. And I'm very thankful that you're still doing the podcast with me. Yeah, well, I've had a muscle <laughs> relaxant and I'm feeling okay. You feeling okay? Yeah, well, <laughs> as well as I can feel. Okay. Um, so, other than that, how's your week going? Oh, pretty good. Work. Hanging out with you. Well, it's a pandemic. Who else can you hang out mm, with? Right. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I know. Such exciting pandemic lives we lead. We're not very exciting right now. Well, you're not very exciting. <laughs> I'm really not exciting right now. We did have we did have a site visit, yeah. With like masks on and everything. Um, at hopefully wedding that's happening next month. Yeah, at a gorgeous location. Yeah, because it's like a gin- ginormous mansion. We didn't see the view when we were there because, well, it is called the view, but it was super foggy and rainy when we went. So we had got to imagine the view. <laughs> Um, but yes, the fingers crossed that their wedding moves forward because I know that there's a family sickness, like not related to COVID at all that is making them like rush their plans a little bit. So right now we're kind of like humming and hawing as to whether their date's going to happen. Yeah. Fingers crossed it does. Yeah. It's already so small too. It's already like 20 people and like really already like paying attention to all the social distancing rules and stuff. So I feel they really feel bad for them. Yeah. Sorry. I got like a bug in my throat. No, it's not me. It's not me yawning this time. It's you with a bug in your throat. I know. I'm okay. (laughs) But yeah, other than that, like, I guess we're really just going back into lockdown kind of it's kind of a weird partial lockdown in bc right now yeah because restaurants are still open you can still eat at a restaurant and hang out with people in a restaurant but they can't come to your house no i was looking that back up you're not supposed to oh you're not supposed to oh okay it's still supposed to be just your household even if you're going out to a restaurant or something Interesting. Okay, because the other article I was reading, they were answering questions that the government was answering questions, and it said that like if it was grandparents want to take out like their um, a son and like his wife and like their two kids, that was allowed. Oh, that was like a really specific example. That was a very specific, right? Example. But it was a question that was in one of the um, articles I was reading, where like the actual like health part of the government was answering these questions. Oh, interesting. Okay. So that's why I was like, that's weird. Yeah. Because it was like these people, like it's two households coming together. Like the grandparents don't live with them. So I guess like I was saying the other night, like at a restaurant or something, (laughs) they have much higher cleaning standards than we probably do at home. That's true. Yeah. And they like have everyone wearing masks and they go to the the bathroom or like anywhere else. There's no mingling, that kind of thing. So that's probably what it is. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But for now we're planning like their wedding is going to happen December 19th. Yeah. How's your week going? You always ask me, how's your week going? Well, you know, basically I'm dealing with that and 
doing some more reels on Instagram, probably annoying you. So I'm trying to do like as many as I can by myself. <laughs> You're not annoying me. Um, uh, I'm still on a hunt for a chair for a bedroom, like a little like cozy reading nook area. So hopefully we'll find that soon in person because it's kind of hard to buy a chair off the internet. Like yeah. That. It's hard to buy furniture online if you don't have a chance yeah. to like sit in it and check it out especially and... for like a reading nook chair mm-hmm. like you need to be like comfy and cuddly and yeah so i don't know i don't know where to look i don't know if you have suggestions let us know <laughs> um so we'll get into it this is season one episode 18 and we're going to talk the different about the differences between a venue coordinator and a wedding planner because you know this, mm-hmm. I've heard so many times people are like, oh, actually, we're not going to hire a month of coordinator. We have a venue coordinator and they're going to do all that stuff for us. And it's sometimes I get it. Like the venue coordinator is more than happy to like go ahead and put things on the tables and, you know, help out and like those kinds of things. But really speaking as a planner, there's no planner who's going to take care of your timeline. Like usually that's left to the photographer and then that's really going to take them away from capturing your special moments. So I thought, why not talk about like five reasons, like five main reasons of the there's being like a major difference between a venue coordinator and a wedding planner. I guess maybe the venue coordinators they're talking about that tend to do more are probably the ones that like hotels and stuff, right? It really depends. Like I've seen it at restaurants. Some people are willing to do it. Some people are in some hotels are like, no, we will not touch your stuff at all. It's oh, a liability really? issue. Like it goes like back and forth in terms of what the policy is at the venue that you're working at. So I find it like super interesting when people say that like, they're just going to stick with their venue coordinator. And I've had so many photographers and so many videographers tell me that like the couple doesn't totally have an idea of how long things will take. So because of that, the photographer is the one who's kind of pushing the timeline instead Mm. of a planner who is specifically there for that reason. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So the first reason that I always bring up to all couples is that the venue coordinator works primarily for the venue. Like they're the, they're getting paid by the venue, not by you. Um, so really they have to do, they have to be willing to do like everything for you. So like they have to be willing to like set out escort cards. Um, they like also too have to like be willing to set up like all your favors or like your cupcakes and your cake. And like, it's like so many different things that we set up for people. And in the end, the thing is, is that they represent the venue first, whereas they're going to make sure that the venue isn't being damaged and they need to make sure that they're like, you know, protecting them at all costs. And they're also going to be focused on the catering side of it. Because usually when you have a venue, um, like a hotel, they have the catering on site. So they've got like a whole bunch of other things to also take care of. So to, like to add on like all your decor setup and managing the timeline is like, 
another thing on top of their like already piled high plate. And the thing is too, is like, if you have a planner on site, their job, because they are directly getting paid by you, they have been hired by you is to represent you and your needs. They don't have to think about like how it's going to negatively affect like the venue's bottom line or anything like that. It, they literally just make sure that like what you've asked for happens kind of thing. So am I boring you? No. The yawns are starting. (laughs) So number two is that you actually get to enjoy your day because if you trust your planner with your timeline, you basically just get to hang out with your family and your friends and your new spouse. Yay. Yay. Like we're going to know how long your hair and makeup will take, how much buffer time you need around getting into your dress, how long the first course is going to take, um, how to like, how long it's going to even take for you to get couples photos or first look photos or wedding party photos, like how long your first dance is going to take all of those things. (laughs) Like we build in like a 15 minute buffer into all of our timelines and sometimes we end up like running way ahead of time. And sometimes that buffer is like basically the only thing that's making the day run on time. (laughs) You've seen it. I have. Yeah. Many times. Mm -hmm. So like for us, the main difference really the, between the wedding planner and wedding coordinator is that the planner is going to be throughout if they're throughout oh my gosh cats getting the cat crazies right now (laughs) the zoomies (laughs) sorry i got distracted um so basically what i think the main difference between the wedding planner and the venue coordinator is that the wedding planner is going to be there throughout the entire day um we basically like at least i do i don't know about everybody else but i start with sending a text to both the the parts of the couple to be like, Hey, what's going on? Do you need anything before I leave my house? And, and then we like check in again when we get to like, say like if the location that you're getting ready is like upstairs from the venue, then like, we'll come check in with you as well. And like, make sure that everything's good before we actually start our day and start setting up and all that jazz. And like, I'm not saying this all to be like, we don't like venue coordinators. We like working with venue coordinators because their focus is to have a seamless event at their venue from a catering perspective. And once the guests arrive on site, so really we're going to be there to take care of everything else. And I feel like I'm being a little repetitive here, but like, that's really the main point I need to drive home here is that everyone, if everyone gets to take care of what they're supposed to take care of, then nothing's going to get missed essentially. Yeah. And your main focus is the couple, the venue coordinator's main focus is the venue. Your main focus is the couple. Always. Yeah. Always, always. Um, that brings me to number three, if, um, which is that planners work on design and vision. <laughs> what? So fancy. <laughs> I feel like you have to say it that way. <laughs> vision. Oh, just that part? Yeah, just that just, part. Just vision? Just vision. Vision. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
anyways, we're getting sidetracked. Um, if you're working with a wedding planner from the very, very, very beginning, so that's like full plan or partial plan, we make sure that your day has a cohesive vision. So that's from the invitations, the welcome gifts, if you're going to have them, um, your escort cards, your party favors, your flowers, sometimes your dress. Decor. Yeah, all of it. Candles, (laughs) linens, you name it. It's all that goes into a wedding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, um, like compared to a venue coordinator or a month coordinator, a full service or a partial service planner is going to make you a amazing, fantastic mood board um, as part of their services. And as part of this like process, we start to getting, we start to get our couples. We like find out what they like, what they don't like. Like we're not going to put like a bunch of twine and burlap into your wedding if you do not like it. Um, what? Just so, was that 90s, 2000s? Uh, that was like when I first started. I felt like there was so much twine and burlap. It was like mason jars too. A lot I feel of like that. that's a trend that's never no? gone away. Okay, it's gone away in what the weddings that we've been doing. I don't know. Maybe I have a hand in that. Mm. <laughs> um, but like, also, I know one of our grooms was like, "I want to have black in the wedding," and the bride was just like, "I'm sorry, how? Why? <laughs> like, that doesn't seem very wedding." We made it happen. We put some black in there. With what? Yo, this was the Salt Spring wedding. And so there was black taper candles. We had some black wooden chargers on the head table. Um, we put the guys in black suits. We had like black suspenders for one of the um, bridesmaids. Oh. Right. Also, oh, the invitations had a little bit of, of black in there too. The flowers. Through like those white ones with like the little black in the middle. And they're called anemones. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Anemone sounds like a sea creature. <laughs> I don't know. But you know, it's possible. <laughs> so basically, like this is an example of making sure that everybody gets in like the couple what they want for their wedding. And, like we like to infuse their story and all like the little tiny things that make them like who they are. I think that's really important. Like, for example, like if somebody wanted like a Mad Lib at their wedding and for everyone to fill out, like we would make that happen. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. We've had that. It's so much fun. We've even done music bingo because like that's how they met. So music bingo for everybody during <laughs> dinner. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, basically from there, like we're working to create the full aesthetic for the wedding along with the proposed color palette. And then we can use this tool to communicate the overall the all design aspect to other vendors. And then when we begin working through the full design plan, we are basically thinking how the guests and the couple are going to experience the day from say the dates, if you're going to have them all the way to the end of the night, and then coming up with design ideas that appeal to all five senses. Yeah. Yeah. Have I lost you? No. <laughs> it's also like the wow moments. I love the wow moments. I always put them in the, in the wedding mood board. 
Um, because like those moments, like everyone's so focused on like the actual wedding day and like the wow moments are for me anyways. Um, the food and the catering, right? That's the same thing. (laughs) And like, just like little things that make you realize that you're at this couple's wedding and not some other couple's wedding. If that makes sense. Yeah. Something that's specific to the couple. Totally. So like, I know I gave the music bingo example already. Um, we've had couples who love board games. We've had board games available for everyone with the, the Jenga guest book and all that jazz. Um, posters. I think that was one of my oh, favorites. Yeah, Custom posters. Right. Yeah. Those were the posters that were made by the groom's ex-girlfriend. And I know I posted a photo of that and somebody was like, where's the party? And I'm like, it's a wedding reception. Yeah. You're not invited. <laughs> but those like little touches, those little details that are very specific to the couple and to the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I am so thankful that like people trust us to bring that kind of vision and design to their day. And then like a venue coordinator just doesn't have time for that. And they may not even have the expertise. And then on top of it, once that's all done, you're going to have to like source all the things too. That's where another, another reason why a wedding planner is majorly different from a venue coordinator. If you're going the full service route, that is. Oh, I just want another of another one. We have a couple that got engaged in Disneyland. And so we are having cupcakes and a cake themed around the castle and the characters. Oh, I know. Super cute. (laughs) Um, Number four is when I feel like this is just so obvious. (sighs) Hiring a planner takes the stress out of wedding planning. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It does. You're like, I married a wedding planner. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I lucked out. Yeah. Um, and the reason I say this is not because of the obvious reasons, but like really there are so many vendors on the Island. Like how do you know who to hire? So like this, like how do you like get through all of that, do your research and like, make sure that you're still staying true to your vision without making this like another full-time job on top of your jobs already. Right. Yeah. I, feel I don't like that's think you can. Right. And like, that's like all you'd end up talking about all the time is just wedding. <laughs> um, so like we always say, like, how, let us help you narrow down the choices. So you don't have to spend all day, every day Googling and reviewing and calling and finding out like all these things like we can go and do the research for you or if you're a month of client we can even give you our vendor recommended list and you can take a look at that and decide who you'd like to hire because we have it broken down into different budgets and if you still are looking and like maybe somebody's not like quite a right fit on that list we can still help you find what it is that you need Um, I do know that some of the venues do have these recommended vendor lists as well. Um, but they may not have worked with as many vendors and it, and as many different settings as possible. Um, I feel like the setting of a a wedding takes place in is a huge factor on the 
um, depth of the vendor, I guess you could say. Yeah, the abilities. The abilities, yeah. And it really, like, if you want something that's a little out of the ordinary, then we can help you or help direct you to a way in which, like, or to a vendor that will actually be able to accommodate that and it won't be, like, them humming and hawing about it kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next thing is, too, is that, like, we're not getting any kickbacks, so we're solely saying to these, like, recommending these vendors to our couples because of their merit. Um, I do know, and I don't know if it's on the island at all, but I have heard of venues taking kickbacks for specific vendors um, that work at their venue like, because they've got, like, some sort of partnership or something. So you might necessarily be getting the person that's best suited to your wedding day. So like, for example, like you're not going to hire, um, a florist that does like really traditional designs when you want something more modern and funky, because that's going to be out of their scope. And you're probably going to find that they're like, you're butting heads with them a little bit. Whereas if you working with a planner, then we can recommend someone who will help you with that style specifically. Yeah. You're not tied to people because you're getting kickbacks or anything. And you're totally. not tied to people based on, yeah, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that brings me to number five. Planners are your advocates. I hope this isn't really like a dumb comparison now that I'm reading it on my notes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell us now. Okay. Could you buy a home without a realtor? I mean, you can, but it's a buttload of work. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well then good. I'm like, cause I haven't bought a house before. So I'm like, maybe you can, I don't know. But that was like my comparison. <laughs> yeah. You can still, you can still do, there are private mm-hmm. sales, but they tend to be either a heck of a lot more work or right. like you, you know, the person or it's a relative or a grandparent oh, or something got it. and you're okay. buying them their okay, place good. off them. Perfect. I made the perfect analogy then. (laughs) So basically the reason I'm saying that is like, yes, you could plan your wedding without a wedding planner, but if you hire a wedding planner, even if it's just month of, like we're going to make your life really easy. And this whole episode is not to like push wedding planners on people. I'm really just trying to, is it just a little, just a little bit. Yeah. Oh, well, (laughs) we've recorded it now. (laughs) But the thing is, is like, I'm, I'm trying to get this point across because I've just heard so many times that from people who've inquired being like, they're like really thinking, is it worth the cost of hiring a month of or a full service planner? And they, their answer, they come back with is either the venue's going to take care of it for them or their best friend or the maid of honor and their mom's going to take care of it for them. And I of course, have to respect their choice, but I feel like this podcast episode was really necessary to explain, um, what else other people are dealing with, especially like the venue coordinator in particular in this situation. Cause I've had that come back as a reason, um, to not hire a planner many times. And I kind of want to give people an idea of the scope uh, I mean, which a planner works for them and in the scope of which a venue coordinator works for them. So it's like really clear and, um, 
more of an understanding before next time when you're looking for a month of planner, you just decide to go with your venue coordinator and leave it at that. Yes, that's a great way to do it. Mm -hmm. So we want to hear your opinion. Um, if you've been married already, did you hire a planner or did you just have a venue coordinator and how did that experience go? Um, if you are somebody who is in the progress of um, planning their wedding, like have you hired a month of planner? And if you are on the fence about it, why are you on the fence about it? We would love to answer your questions either on the and hear all about your feedback on the That's Rad Facebook page. Um, and if you're shy, you can also email us at rad at radoccasions.ca. And in the meantime, have a wonderful week and stay rad. <laughs>